Hello my lovelies! Welcome to On The Mic With A, where we talk about the most unfiltered, controversial, random topics you can think of. I'm your host, Asia, and I am so excited to have you on another episode! Alright, alright, alright. Oh my god, it has been a minute, guys. I know, I know I haven't uploaded an episode during the entire month of February, but I have an excuse. <laughs> I had creators block, so I couldn't think of anything. And then there was also elections in Nigeria, even though I didn't even vote, but it's just been a crazy minute. But um, I'm back now. And I know since I started this podcast, I have been talking about self-improvement and self-discovery and bettering yourself. But today's episode is a little bit different, a little bit controversial. But um, yeah, today's topic is, is it really all about money for women? What do men actually want? You know, I mean, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. If you haven't read the book, you should. I really wholly believe in this top in this particular statement because we are so different. Like we are so different the way we think, the way we process. It's just it's so completely different, honestly. It's like we're completely different species, honestly. Men are but one thing is that I will admit is that men are a little bit more simple than women. I mean, if we're being honest, like it's true men are a little bit more easy to understand and women are a little bit more complicated. I will admit that. But we will talk about that once my guest comes in. That's right. That's right. I am having my very first guest. So yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode and like, share and subscribe. I've always wanted to say that like a YouTube channel thing, but YouTube isn't for me. So on our guest list today is actually an old friend of mine. And funny enough, when we first met, this was actually one of our very first conversations. I mean, it wasn't exactly the conversation, but it was very it was very similar. Like it was along those lines. So yeah. Hi Alami. Hello, Asia. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. Alright. It's been a while, so how was your week? How did every how's everything? Well, the week was uh, with the election was a bit stressful, but it's all good now. Oh yeah, election. How did that go? Well, yeah, it went the way it went, and now I think we're left with your cut keys. So we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. You sound like a pained person that like their candidate didn't win or something. Yeah, my candidate didn't win. I actually voted for Atiko, and he didn't win. So yeah. Not a big fan yeah. of your new president. You shouldn't have. You, sh- you should have voted for Aswajibal Ahmed Tinubu, but you know. I have no idea who that is. I have no idea who that is. Aswajibal Ahmed Tinubu is your new president. So never heard of him. Yeah, he's been in denial. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think I think that's the way the stage I am. So let me. I'll come to a conclusion. But don't worry. On a side note, though, I must say this week has been very stressful week. it's been a it's been a stressful week for nigerians because i mean i'm not even there but i can i can feel the stress on twitter like especially on my twitter like it's just been something else i mean this is another conversation for another day obviously but 
the whole tribalism thing in Nigeria is it's really really bad I mean I know everybody was stressed out and like you know some people were irritated because oh their time they didn't win or something but I just really don't feel like all these insults and you know bitterness was really necessary I mean if somebody doesn't really agree with your candidates then it is what it is you just mean my best one of my best friends is from Asaba so like it's it's just really really shocking for me oh the same thing i i think the conclusion i came to uh, at the end of the week was nigerians really hate each other which is hardly the quote-unquote the major tribes you know the houses the yorubas and the Igbos. yeah especially with the three candidates representing the three major groups so it was yeah. like i'm here for my tribe i don't care whether he's qualified or he's not and if you don't vote for him this is the reason for us to fight it was unfortunate but that's the reality of you know, I actually never really noticed, but you are right. The three major tribes were actually represented by the three major presidents, you know, lined up for the election and everything. Because we had um Asilajwal Ahmed Tinibu and we had um then we had Pisobi, but you know, at the end of the day, like it or not, the Northerners are the ones with the power because obviously we're more populated. So obviously we went with um because nobody really likes nobody really likes Atiku for some reason but it's really really sad but let's just move on from that because we could we could spend hours talking about that because really the situation in Nigeria is really really quite sad honestly I mean I'm I'm just really disappointed because there are so many anyways <laughs> anyways anyways topic of the day sir um I have a whole bunch of questions for you. But anyways, my first question to you, Mr. Alameen, is um, are you single? Technically, yes, I'm single, even though some people might be angry when they hear that, but I'm single. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Don't say uh-huh. No, no, no. See, I mean, I don't, I don't want you to get in trouble, like, with whoever you're talking to so it's either you're single or you're not single like or or, or you can see you're in a situation all right i'm in a situation i'm somewhere in between i'm in a situation i haven't i'm uh, talking to someone but i haven't made my mind yet okay 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 so that's fine <clears throat> so my question my first what do you think women want when they're looking for a man to marry or be in a relationship, because I get this, I get this question a lot on Twitter, on, on, whatever, basically, and a lot of men ask this question: What do women want? So I want to ask you, what do you think women want? Oh yeah, I know, not to sound shallow, but the first thing I want to talk about is, or the first answer to this question is physical attraction. I know we are like doing judge books by their covers, whatever, but. At the end of the day, you have to like what you see first before the next step. It doesn't matter. You, you might be the smartest person, the kindest person, the most. It, it doesn't matter if you're not good looking to the person. It's a problem because they won't even give you the time of the day. So I, I think uh, the first thing w- women or men look for in a partner is physical attraction. Am I attracted to this person physically? Then we move on to things like emotional maturity, how does this person react in situations? Uh, some people love humor. Some people love people who are smart. 
And then we move to the material things. I like someone who is rich, someone who is well-being, someone who can take care of you or even improve the standard of your living. So I think those are the main things that not even just women, I think even men use in deciding who their partner is. Right, right, right. I mean, you know, funny enough, I asked my brother the same question the other day and his first answer that popped in his head was money. And he is just convinced that the only thing that women care about is money and like we're just these soul-sucking money-hungry people, whatever. But, you know, I feel like it's it's a misconception and we want way more than that it's not always about the money i mean yeah i believe that yeah there are women in this world that are materialistic but a good chunk of us don't really care about that i mean some people care about looks some people care about um height some people care about whatever the case may be you know uh, um but the first thing that definitely i know that a lot of women the first thing does that pops in their head is not money when they're looking for a partner, it it goes way more than that. Way more than that. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're really physical beings. And why why I didn't even bring money first? As someone who, who quote unquote have spoken to my fair share of women and I've been around for a bit, I don't have much money. So if that was really the most important criteria, I think I wouldn't be where I, I am technically. So I I think it's part of it. It's see. At the end of the day, what's, uh, what's this, this quote about love? It's just, it's easier to be in love when the money is there. Yeah, this person can take care of you. You can take, it's, the relationship looks better when you guys fly to Bali or you go to the Caribbean, but still, it's not the most important thing. Yeah, 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 I get you. I mean, Davido did say that love is sweet, but when money enters, love is sweeter. So... <laughs> Personally, for me, like, I just don't think it's my number one priority. I mean, you know, like, there are so many men there just have this assumption that, yeah, it is their number one priority. Girls just care about money. But like I said earlier, like, it really isn't. I mean, for me, I wouldn't look, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't go out looking for somebody that's not financially stable, honestly speaking, like, realistic. I'm just a realist. Okay, I'm not a realist. I'm an optimistic. But point is that realistically speaking like i just wouldn't go out of my way if i'm looking for a partner now like if i'm if i'm looking to get married right now i wouldn't go out looking for somebody that's not financially stable and that's just it i mean i i don't consider myself materialistic or anything but i would want to look for somebody that's going to be able to care for me and be able to provide for me and the family that we're going to build together i mean it's it's just being realistic honestly because at the end of the day a guy also wants a woman that's going to be able to care for his family and to be able to like you know give his children good value somebody that's going to be able to be his companion and all of that so why is it so bad for a woman to also want a man that's going to be able to provide and pay the bills like why do men feel so insecure the minute a woman says she wants somebody financially stable yeah it's true right um it's natural human quality uh you want to be taken care of even if you can go back to like the early man there's a tendency that the strongest member of the pack or whatever or the community, the leader is usually the one who gets his choice of the woman because mm. naturally people want to be protected. You're going to give birth to children. You want your partner to be able to care for them, give them the best mm. food, the best education. And you know, the irony is even less as a, as a man, 
as a single man living alone or living your life when you're broke you don't like yourself you don't feel good so i don't understand why you want someone to come and stay with you while you're poor you should just try to try to get your bag up and then get the rich the girl that's into the rich guy get your bag up and then move to her you know so many men believe that when a woman is materialistic or has other bad habits it stems from her family's upbringing do you believe this to be true i want to say i partly believe this to be true because uh there's this gen- famous saying people are products of their environment so mm-hmm. if she is materialistic she saw it somewhere and your socialization as a human being starts from the home so i assume it's probably from home or maybe maybe we can push it to society maybe she went out and picked it up from friends but in most cases you see it it is probably going to reflect in the home you see uh like as you said about bad habits you you barely see okay it probably happens but you would see uh if your mom is well mannered there is a high chance that the daughter will probably be well mannered but that that won't be the rule there are exceptions to the rule people will go out of their way to be ill mannered so if a girl has those quote unquote bad habits she probably saw it from somewhere and it wasn't knocked she wasn't told that this is wrong so even if she learned the habit outside the parents or her mother or her dad was supposed to say hey 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 this is wrong and this is the- okay this is where i disagree with you okay because yeah in some cases that might be true but majority of the time i don't believe it comes from the family honestly i I don't i find it very hard to believe that a mother or father would sit down and teach their kids these bad habits i mean yeah nine out of ten of the time i believe that it comes from her friends or from her as a person you know i mean one thing is that you can do what you you can do your best as a person to raise somebody, yeah? But if God has already decreed that, nah, this person is going to be like this, there's nothing you can do. You could, you. I mean, we've had a conversation a while back where, you know, we're talking about um, us- a, lot, a lot of um, kids that, uh, that are, you know, um, children of pastors or malams when they go to university and everything, they act completely out of character of a person that's supposed to be, have been, raised by a malam or a pastor and it just goes to show that yeah you could do your best as a person you could be a malam you could be a pastor you could be the most pious and religious person you could give your kids the most the best upbringing ever and they will still be uh, uh, they will still act out of character and uh, like i said it just goes to show that it really majority of the time it doesn't come from the family it comes from the person as a whole or maybe peer peer pressure and everything so yeah i i really believe that it really doesn't come from the family majority of the time it really just comes from the person as a whole or from you know their environments the people they hang out with and everything but to say that it comes from the family it's 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 very rare cases it really doesn't stem from them yeah so i see i I see the point you're trying to make so sometimes people are just who they are the the parents can go out of their way, do their best, give them the best training, and they'll just turn out to be who they want to be. Or sometimes it might just be peer group influence. You go, all your friends are dating millionaires, and you're like, you go in your head, you are, I'm not going to date the guy who is renting a house. When all my girls are getting cars from their boyfriends, I'm barely a banana from you. Or I'm barely getting a cake from you. So there's that influence. But again, about the whole um, clerics or clergies 
having their children go out of their way when they leave. I believe that honestly, that goes to overparenting. Because you're a quote unquote religious man or a religious figure, you go out of your way to overparent your kids so that, hey, I don't want my kid to do anything bad so that it will reflect on me. And the problem with humans is the more you tell them not to do something, that's when they want to do it. Because uh, we have this, so I can remember when my younger sister was very young. When you keep, let's assume you keep a cup of water and you don't see anything to her, she's not going to touch it. And But when you keep it and you're like, you, please don't touch this, that's when she wants to touch it. So I feel like for th- that, that scenario, overparenting is part of it. But it's really true that probably most of the cases will be, it's just who you are as a person. Your parents would not care who you marry as long as this is the person you want and you're happy they'll give their okay but it's you that you are i want this rich person i want a material i want to be a materialistic person so i see both perspective but i'm leaning towards the parents because we are products of our environment all right you know we can just agree to disagree on that (laughs) you know my fact about elements that we're always agreeing to disagree because we never ever ever agree on anything but that's just by the way <laughs> that's the okay. fun of it <laughs> okay so um my other another question that i have is on my twitter feed i've seen countless tweets where men rant on and on about how women need to lower their standards and they're never going to find a man if they have, if they don't, if they have this and this and that and that. Do you agree? Do you believe that as a woman, we shouldn't have any standard for ourselves and that as a woman, we should just marry anyone that walks up to us because heaven forbid that we might actually have a type? Oh yeah, I doubt it will be insanity for us to tell people not to have standards but if you have you noticed that whenever men go on those rants their standards are never oh she wants someone that's smart she wants someone that is nice she wants someone that's caring someone that will buy her gift it's always she wants someone that's rich that's when they have a problem it's never the other things okay two things when she wants someone that's really tall or someone that's rich, that's when we all get angry. Like, why would she say that? We don't say anything about women, even though we do. But hey, we're in the moment, so we have to say we don't say anything about women. It's usually, we're usually talking about women who their standard is being into rich guys. And that's the, I think the thing is, standards can be anything. Some people's standard is, hey, I want my partner to be funny. Some people's standard is, hey, I want my partner to be religious. Or... I might want them to be rich. I want them to be caring. So it's different things. You can't nudge any every dick and Harry that walks to you should be your boyfriend or your partner. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I totally agree with you because there are actually so many different types of standards. There are moral standards. There are physical standards. There are there's just so many standards. And from for me personally, I'm the type of person that I just don't see myself lowering my standards for anything because, like... Quick, quick question. What if you're 40? Would you lower your standards without a partner? 40 without... Okay, okay. Uh, Before I answer that, I just want to divert a bit and, like, you know, point out that a lot of women, out of desperation to get married, they do decide to settle for less. This kind of situation actually happens. And I'm not saying that the person that they're marrying is less 
they're also human beings but the the woman might not necessarily be in love with that person or she might not necessarily be want that person as a life partner you know and it builds resentment in the marriage anyways but the point is that i get it like a lot of women do it because it's a lot of pressure and you know they they want to please society and everything they want all of the oh you still haven't gotten married to just die down but inshallah i pray that i never find myself in such a situation and back to the standard things anyways before i get to that like the standard thing many men complain about standards that oh uh, she has to lower her standards but they forget that there are different types of standards okay and like for me you should have a good sense of humor you should be emotionally intelligent you should be able to communicate you know you should be smart like extremely smart and and there are other women out there that that want other things in life they want him to hold a bar you know they want him to be able to provide her a life full of luxury and yeah it might seem heartless but those are her choices in life nobody judges men for their preferences in women why should you judge her for wanting these things i mean if you like the girl and you re- you realize that oh these are the things that she wants in life and you know okay you can't meet up to it then it's as simple as moving on so i really believe you should leave her with her choices i mean i believe there are some men who can give her these things like these men actually exist so if she believes she can get a guy like that then leave her be i mean i just believe women should not i believe that a woman should not lower her standards unless it proves to be unrealistic and to answer your question about the whole 40 thing I would I, I don't think I would lower my standards. I mean, I wouldn't change them. I'm a hopeless romantic, so I just don't believe that I would do that to myself, honestly, because I would want to marry and be happy. So surprised that you think men don't get judged for their standards. I I believe men get judged for their standards. And sometimes it's a reason for the arguments. Uh because yeah, you're into let's assume you're into okay. There are guys that are only into tall girls or really chubby girls or girls with a fat ass, whatever. They still get judged. You're like, no, you're objectifying us. We are more than our bodies. Talk about our minds. So why why do guys get those questions? Why why is like, oh no, we are more than our bodies? Yeah, let him want what he wants. If you are not that, leave him alone too. And again, about what what decides that has standards are realistic. And does that mean people with unrealistic standards should lower them? Sorry, okay. you're the host, but I'm asking a bit of questions. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, to answer your first question um, about men also have standards and everything. Yeah, we also rant in the heat of the moment and everything. But at the end of the day, a guy has certain things. If a guy has certain things he wants, he usually never changes his mind. And the thing about guys is that they have the luxury of time to be able to... Um, you know, not change their mind and everything. But a lot of women, they give into societal pressure and end up, you know, lowering or giving into pressure and just marrying somebody that they're not even attracted to or they're, they don't want to spend their rest of their lives with. And, I mean, I, I'm not saying that um, men are the only ones that, I mean, men are the only ones that judge women who are materialistic and everything i mean people get judged regardless okay we judge you for wanting um who you we judge you for being objective towards women and you judge us 
for women being materialistic and everything people are going to be people are going to be judged regardless okay but it's more of a reminder that people should hold their tongue because you ranting is not going to change her preference you us ranting is not going to change his preference so i mean it it is it is just what it is you know like if you can find somebody if you find somebody that you're compatible with and you guys both find if you guys find if you both find if you find somebody that you're compatible with then fine and good get married but if you find somebody that wants certain things that you can't offer then you move on Khalas, honestly exactly so now let's move on to what are unrealistic rea- standards and should people lower them if they have them okay okay um i think i spoke about this in my last podcast i mean i think we spoke about lofty goals but you know I feel like if you if you if your standards are unrealistic then yeah you should lower them of course but then that does not contradict my earlier point because my standards aren't unrealistic and a woman who wants to marry a wealthy man is not unrealistic because like it or not they are wealthy men out there they are wealthy men out there that live in in US or Canada or earn up to 300k a month you know it's not unrealistic to want that I mean, it's unrealistic to probably maybe want, um, um, I don't even know what example to give, but, um, I guess I would say it's unrealistic for you to say that you want to marry somebody as rich as Elon Musk. Thank you. Thank you. Because I wanted to get to that. Okay. (laughs) Let me give you space to talk now. No, 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 no. I wanted to just say, uh, wealth is not a straight line. It's a graph and most people are, oh yeah, Nigeria is a pretty poor country. I don't want to say most people are average, but let's pretend most people are average. There's a reason the richest in the world are called the 1% because there are so yeah. few of them. So what happens when that's a standard? That, that's unrealistic, right? I believe that that would be unrealistic. But personally, I've never met a woman who actually has a type of, you know, spec or standard you know most of them just say oh yeah i want him to like earn 200 300k in a month and there are many people that earn that amount honestly so you should leave her with her spec and you should also go for your spec wait what do you think there's a reason marriage is called settling down why do you think it's called that it's not called settling up. <laughs> no. It's not called settling level. It's called settling down. Settling, settling down in the sense of settling. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. So next question is, um, okay. So, a lot of women in their desperation to get married, settle for the available, and it's mostly due to societal pressure. I mean. It is said that women age faster than men, right? And um, I was I read this tweet um a while back that said um men age like wine and women age like milk, which by the way I found absolutely offensive. But that's another topic for another day. But then, um, my question is, um, those women that who settle for a man that you know they're not in love with that that doesn't even meet their standards but they just decide to settle for him because he's available and he's willing to marry them what do you have to say about that okay time for the feminist to cancel me but if you're a woman and you want to have children during your lifetime you have something called a birth window 
after that it's either impossible for you to give birth or it's going to be really really dangerous so as you go through your journey of life sometimes you have to like my people said settle down and marry who is in front of you else you're not going to be able to achieve those goals but if children are not a goal of yours says you can take all the time you need but honestly societal pressure is there it's bad to do things out of desperation nothing nothing good has ever come out of doing things out of desperation so it's important to take your time pick your partner just don't take too long Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. But like, honestly, for me, I find it incredibly sad. Like when a woman does that or anyone does that, actually, because I just don't think I could do that to myself. I mean, if I get married, I'd like to believe that I'm genuinely in love with this person. And yeah, realistically, I know I know that not everyone is get- meant to get married. Yeah, but I just I don't know. Like for me, like. I genuinely hope that I do get married and I do want to have kids. I really do. I love kids. But I, I, if, I, if I don't find that person, if I don't find the person that, you know, that's for me, that meets my standards, that, that I'm in love with, then I don't think... I don't think I would marry out of desperation. I, I, I just wouldn't do that to myself. You're making the same points like not all... Okay, not everyone is meant to get married, right? Not everyone is meant to mm. get rich. Does that do, does that stop people from trying to get rich? No. <laughs> so not everyone is meant to get married. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is trying. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, a biological I'm need. I'm not saying that they shouldn't try, but they should try to find somebody that they actually love and want to spend the rest of their lives with. Most of these women doing this, they don't love that person. They... Love is overrated. <laughs> Bro, I've been... I've, I've, I've seen some relationships they could barely stab each other. Oh, I don't know who hurts you, but love is no, not no, no. said at all. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Obviously, I know some of the better roses. <laughs> so, uh, have you ever met a couple that have been together for, not all, but majority for maybe 25 years plus? Yeah, 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 yeah. Try asking them if they love each other the same way that they did 25 years ago. I mean, of course, I, of course, I know that they're not going to love each other as intensely as they did before. But at the same time, yeah, I don't believe that there shouldn't be any love. I mean, I don't believe that they don't love each other at all. They're not going to love each other as much as as intensely as they did when they were young. But I feel like at the end of the day, that doesn't change the fact that she still loves that person. And they still love each other. They're, but these people, they, they're just getting married because... Because because they're getting it, they're giving in to societal pressure. They not they don't love this person. There's no love. They're just marrying out of convenience because, because 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 they're afraid of what of of what society will say. You're afraid. You're afraid that you're gonna be alone. But so what? Like so what if you're alone? Easy to say. It's. It's I, so easy to say. I know. I know. I know. Like. Um, <laughs> It might be hard. I mean, I do know a few people in my family that, um, you know, unfortunately, they haven't gotten married yet. And, of course, you would feel left out from your friend group, from society. And <clears throat> but, <clears throat> sorry, but 
but as I was saying, but you know what my point is that as Muslims, yeah, we're allowed to accept our other and I'm just saying personally for me, I wouldn't marry out of convenience because of society. I mean, inshallah, I'm not going to do that because I'm not gonna give up searching. Obviously, I'm gonna I'm still gonna search for my person, but if I don't find him, I I won't marry out of desperation. Inshallah, it's it's not fair to you, and it's not even fair to the person you're marrying. I mean, how do you think that person? How do you think that makes that person feel? Because here, that person is marrying you because that person might be genuinely in love with you, and and here you are just marrying him out of convenience. Like, I I just I just don't think it's fair. I don't know, but personally, for me, I just I feel like it's a little bit unfair. Yeah, so um, let's assume there's uh, a woman, a lady that would really, really, really love to have children. And we, we spoke about the biological clock earlier. And she's in her 20s, in her 30s, getting to her 40s. The time is running out. What do you suggest she does? And she feels like there's nothing on the horizon, but there's someone that she could probably settle for. And do have like an okay life. She'll get the children she always wanted. And she'll get a partner that she always wanted. She might not be as strong-willed as you are. What do you suggest she does? Wait, but you said that she'd get the partner that she always wanted. So if it's the partner she always wanted, then what's the issue? No, no, not a partner she always wanted. She always wanted children. And there's someone available, not the person she... He doesn't meet... Let's assume maybe he meets maybe 65 to 70% of what she wants in a partner. Or maybe she doesn't... Let's even use your example. She's not in love with this person. But he's there she can marry him so okay, what do you suggest you know we didn't speak about this but i believe that you're never going to find your perfect perfect person that's going to meet all of your standards most of the time i believe that you the, the most you might get is maybe 80 you know 80 is okay so if it's 70 i feel like 70 is not bad like i mean the lowest i would go for is 60 65 we're all of a sudden lowering our standards no it's not knowing it's not knowing your standards it's not knowing your standards it's it's compromise okay because i just we're settling down no 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 we're not settling we're not settling i'm just saying that obviously there's no perfect person yeah so like for example i know that i'm never gonna find the perfect perfect person that ticks all the boxes maybe i have 10 things on my list i'm probably just going to find nine maybe he's he's maybe he's he's not a good no he has to be a good listener (laughs) maybe he's um no um you went from you're not getting 100 percent to 80 so let me let me use school grades for you you went from wanting an a plus to a b plus no, 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 that's not what I mean. And what I mean? is B plus. No, 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 stop putting words in my mouth. So we're like, settling down, are we? We're not settling. You know the good thing about this? It's recorded so people can hear you see in 18%. <laughs> I hate you so much. We're not compromised. Okay, it's compromised. I'm just saying, I'm not going to be like one stiff person that I know if he, I, I meet somebody that has everything, he just doesn't have one thing. Maybe he is... <sighs> Maybe he smokes just shisha. Maybe he smokes shisha. No. All right. Give us the playbook. Give us the playbook so we can decide what he doesn't have. (laughs) Boys, get your books out. Boys, get your books out. Uh If he does not know how to dress, 
Hey, no, sorry. Scratch that. Um... <laughs> Which one? Scratch that. Scratch that. Okay. All see, I can't think of a... something. I can't think of something I can compromise on right now. Yeah, but okay. I understand. Maybe when you meet the person, you can be. I can live with this. Yes, I can live with this. You know. Okay. So my next question is, I see a lot of guys ask. I see a lot of guys ask this question, actually. What do women bring to the table? And um, it's actually funny because the other day I was listening to this um, IG live where this woman brought up like a lot of points that women bring to the table that some I didn't even think about. But basically, my question for now is, what do you think men want the most from a woman in a relationship? for me it's this is a question i feel like it doesn't there is no one answer that fits all the way we we've spoken about how women have different standards some it's materialistic some it's moral some it's financial some it's religious it's the same for uh what men but let me steal your answer and say men want respect <laughs> okay yeah but i do believe that i do believe that most men want respect and peace of mind before you came in i was actually telling my listeners that you guys are very very straightforward you, you sometimes you can move mad quite all right but majority of the time you're very very easy to understand literally you want you want a woman that's just submissive and submissive in the sense that you know that if he tells her please don't do this or please don't go out she respects his wishes she doesn't say oh who are you to say i can't go out or something like that you know I mean, not submissive in the sense that, like, she doesn't have a voice or opinion and everything, but, like, she just respects his wishes. But back to the whole what women bring to the table thing, I believe that we bring a lot to the table. And the whole, for example, the whole respect thing that men crave for, we bring that to the table. We bring stability to your life. We bring, we we become your confidant, your advisor, your companion. We bring love. We we, we raise your kids for you. Women are like literally the front line. They give your kids the best values and everything. So, you know, like if you see a child that has a lot of good values, eight out of 10 at a time, like it comes from their mother not even their father. So I'm just saying, we bring a lot to the table. You know, you know, the problem is uh, why, why a lot of men are doing this. uh, What do you bring to the table? Question is because um, quote unquote, what men bring to the table in terms of finance is something that's quantifiable. Maybe I pay a hundred thousand for this. I pay 50,000 for this. I pay a million for that. The things that women do are are not things that are not tangible things, are the intangible things. Like you said, the sense of organization, uh, someone to talk to, a companion, a shoulder to crown. Those are not things you can put a price on. Those are not those are not tangible things. And that's the problem with uh, our brain is designed to equate things. So it's like, uh, this is, a, I, I bring, let's assume we're going on a picnic. This person brings the car. This one fills the car. This one pays for the food. So it's kind of, there's a level of quantifiability to what we are all doing. So the person who, let's assume we have four people. One brings the car, one fills the car, one person buys the food. And then the other person is the one who organizes everything. Who do you think would get the least respect? Yeah, okay. Obviously, it's going to be the person who organizes it. But I feel like in a relationship, that's completely different. That's a picnic. This is a relationship. The kind of thing she brings to the table, you can't count them. You can't count love, but you can feel it. I mean, 
would you rather she just brings money to the table and nothing else like for example you come home with a problem and your wife just looks at you like oh that's your business i mean marriage is not a transaction about who brings the most to the table okay would okay for example would you rather have a wife that just drops money on the table because it's measurable or would you rather have somebody that has your back no matter what someone that will be there for you when you've had a bad day someone that you can lean on i mean do you really want someone because they bring something you can count on the table or would you rather have someone that it may not be tangible you can't touch it but you can feel it you i mean you can see it in the way it even changes your life in the way she makes you unbelievably happy i mean that's what that's what marriage is about not about who brings most of the table and whether you can see whether you can count it or not but wait isn't this a two-way street does that mean it's only men that come home with problems like your wife won't come home with a problem or have yeah, mental it's, a it's a two-way so street this thing technically cancel out in the technically they cancel out when she's down you help her when you're down she helps you so you both bring the same thing to the table again okay 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 but then that's not the point all right that's that is not the point okay a relationship is not a competition it's not about who brings most to the table and already it's already giving like even in islam that you know men are naturally supposed to be the providers it's their duty and everything like it's you can't take it away from them but but that's not even the point the point is that you know most people most men are under the assumption or have this conception that women bring nada to the table because they can't see it and they can't count it that they believe that the only thing that that the women do is take 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 and take and they don't give anything in return and my point is that we do give a lot in return that's ridiculous anyone that sees like why are you getting it's it's idiotic even for you to get in a life partnership with someone that doesn't add anything to your life assume yeah. you're an idiot for doing that why are you doing that this person doesn't do anything all they do is take from you you're like sure let me have you in my life so that you can take some more it doesn't even make sense <laughs> so yeah, yeah women exactly. bring a lot to the table and we should stop talking about the table <laughs> yeah just so, be with who you I love. just wanted to clarify that when I say that uh when I say somebody should have high I know we're back to high standards again, but I just wanted to come I just I just wanted to clarify something. When in as much as okay, yeah, you should have your standards and everything, but then you should also remember that you should equate you should also look at yourself and equate your standards and make sure that oh I actually have this and this and this and this and this and this in as much as okay yeah what do you bring to okay i want somebody that's that's funny i'm very 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 extremely funny okay very funny okay that's your opinion <laughs> you know i'm funny i okay. need others to tell me that's your opinion <laughs> <clears throat> yeah so i'm just saying i'm just saying that you know um when you're making your list make sure that you also have qualities that make sure that you also have the qualities that you're looking for in a person right like i made the example with the whole funny thing right or i want somebody that's smart <laughs> i i would like to believe that i am smart so <laughs> you know just try and equate everything that you're looking for with what you have 
All right, so next question. I'm talking about the table again. The men that feel that the men that feel that what she should bring to the table should be tangible and countable. Let's say now she brings money to the table. Let's say a woman actually brings money to the table, like a lot of money. Then suddenly, a lot of men now feel intimidated by women who earn more than them. So my question is, would you be able to marry somebody who earns more than you? Yeah, for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, uh, there's always this uh this Drake line that comes to my mind when he was dating Serena Williams. He has a line about walking into the club with a woman that makes twice what he makes. What an entrance! It's it's always great. I just feel great about that. And I don't particularly. Here's what I think about women. Men, the moment I see a man who is afraid of, uh, technically afraid or intimidated by a woman who makes more money than he does or who makes her own money, is uh, you have this idea. Uh, money gives people control. So you know if you're the breadwinner in the family, is she's afraid she she might be afraid to leave you. you. Know you have the money, she's scared. If you don't give her the money, how would she take care of herself? So it feels like there's an uh, uh, their power is taken away from them. That power that you have to intimidate her with the money is taken away from, and then you don't know how to lead when you don't have that power. So it's like they, I have this person that I don't have this financial power, control over, and. She's looking at me and like, homeboy, do something. And now you're confused. You don't know what to do because your superpower was your money and has been taken away from you. So you're basically Iron Man without your suit. Save the world. Let's see. Um, I think I had this conversation with my friend a while back. And he was like, you really can't. And I honestly understood him when he brought out his point on why he can't. Like, I understood him. Which which brings me to my point that I, I, I don't think I would judge a man that can. And I don't think I'd be able to judge a man that cannot do it. Because some men feel like, you know, they are meant to be the provider of the relationship. And when they can't do it, then they feel displaced in the relationship. And also, it can't just bring disrespect to some relationships. Some women might start being disrespectful to the man oh i'm the one that even pays for the bills so who are you to tell me what to do and what i can't do you know and it doesn't only bring disrespect from the woman but i feel like sometimes it's disrespect from the society or in-laws oh he lives in a house that the wife bought or something i really feel like you know for me it i don't think it's a it's it's i don't think it's a big deal depending on the type of person you married like personally i wouldn't i would never do that to my husband and i know i know a lot of people that ask their wives to quit their jobs because oh she earns more money than me and i can't have that like i've seen it so many times on social media where a woman is complaining that oh she got a promotion and now she earns more money than her husband and subsequently he just asks her to quit and everything and i feel like I feel like they that's that's really not the sh- solution. I feel like, you know, if, if you feel intimidated or or you know it bothers you that much, I feel like it's more of a motivation for you to work harder, you know. But for you to like, you know, ask your wife to quit, it it does it doesn't make sense at all to me, and I feel like it's it's very unfair. And for the women, I feel like just because you earn more money than him doesn't mean that automatically gives you the ammunition to be disrespectful yeah it's true it's just uh, a lot of you know like you said earlier, during earlier 
some men feel displaced. They don't know what to do with themselves when they are not the breadwinners because that's what a lot of, that's all they know. So I don't have that. What do I do now? I'm just in this relationship. I'm confused. And maybe you're unfortunate and your partner is that type of person that is, if you are not providing for me, I have no reason to respect you. That will be unfortunate. But in normal circumstance, with what you make, take care of your family. Is that at the end of the day, it's still your role. Just because she makes more money doesn't mean she has to take care of the family. Do your best. When she wants to step in and do something, good. Thank you for doing that. But at the end of the day, still try your best. Take care of your wife. Take care of your children. It might not be up to our standard, but sometimes it's not about how much what you do is. It's about, like, it's, it's about what it means to the other person. Because I've yeah. seen, I can remember being younger. It's not like I have money. My dad has money, but I'll buy him, so I'll buy him like a cheap wristwatch and he would wear it. Like, it doesn't, he just appreciates the fact that I thought about him and I got him that wristwatch and he would wear it proudly, like, hey, my son got me this. So at the end of the day, I think, like you said, it just depends on the woman and the man in the relationship. Yeah, because, like, at the end of the day, your money is our money and my money is my money. Anyways, that is all the time we have for today and that's all the questions that I have for you. Um, Thank you so much, Alameen, for coming on this podcast. I really had a lot of fun. And please, and please, please make sure to share this on your Twitter and your Instagram. Don't worry. I'm sending it to everyone. Hey, I made it on. I made it to ACS Pod. I'm her first guest. So yeah, I'm going to share this. we have officially come to the end of today's episode i feel like i've been talking for hours i this is my longest episode yet so i hope you enjoyed it i hope you liked it and um i would love to hear your feedback i would love to hear your opinions about everything i said anything you find controversial or you don't agree with feel free to hit me up if you know me personally and yeah i will see you guys next time bye